Masechta Yevamos Daf Tezvavam at base, page fifteen, side B. So over there is the Gemara says it's different because Haroye, one who sees them widening the hole, Oimer, what he would say is La Pushimayim who the Kavod, it is to increase the water, is why he is making that larger hole and not because it is not sufficient with the Shveferes Anoid. So and since it's not going to appear as two separate toiras, it does not apply the rule of Loisi's going to do. So the brings another proof, Toshma. When I was studying Torah by Rabbi Yechon during the hunger years he was eating dry bread with uh, plain bread with salt so I went and I told my father that is about it so he told me go ahead and bring him some olives and I brought him the olives so that they were moist. So he said to me, I will not eat the olives. Why? Because he was worried that maybe an Amaoretz touched the barrel of clay in which the Zaysim were. And it was Metamit Midrabonon. And then, once the Kaili was Tom Midrabonon, the Chavis then went and was metame the olives and he holds that the juice, the moyal that comes out of the olives prior to uh, pressing them uh, is considered oil, which would be one of the seven liquids that prepared the fruit to be mekabal So the blessed continues So I come and I told my father that he didn't need the Isaiah's Omar Li said to me, Leich Vemoyloi, go and tell him, Chovis Nukuva Hoiso, that this barrel had a hole in the bottom. But then later on, the sediments closed up that hole. And that is why the Moyhal, the juice, remained in it and it moistened the olives since it was made. Uh, punctured by the owner of the olives, the barrel was punctured by him, so that the moyhal should run outside and not stay there. He had shown his mind that he is not happy that these uh, juice should be falling on the olives. So then, for mashkin, liquid cannot prepare for receiving of tuma unless they were given on top of the food with the desire, the wishes of the owner. Utanan, we learned in the mission, ADA's Pedigdal mission above, Chavis Shalzeisim Mugulgolim, a barrel of olives that are rolled, that have been pressed, and they're standing in a barrel. Bishamai said, you don't require that barrel to be punctured. But even without a puncture, those juice that come will not 
prepare the olives for receiving tuma because it's not considered like oil but rather like fruit juice because fruit juice is not considered a liquid to prepare food for Kabbalah's tuma. And that a barrel needs to in order for it not to be makabal tumah, the barrel needs to be punctured because the mohil is considered like oil which prepares for receiving tumah. And it continues, agrees that if he punctured the barrel and then later on the sediments closed it up and the um juice remained in it and it moistured the olive sheet that'll be clean because in that case since he revealed his mind that he's not happy with the uh falling the juice falling on the olives so so even the was a student of shamai and according to the view of Bishamai, these olives never got ready, prepared to be Makabal Tumah. Nevertheless, he worried about the view of Bishilo. He didn't eat from the olives until he found out that the barrel was punctured because because in actuality he did like Bishilo. So the Gemara concludes the proof. So if you're going to say that normally Bishamai did as they ruled, then we have a novelty over here that Rabbi Yochanan, notwithstanding the fact that he was a student of Shammai, nevertheless, he conducted himself in all of his actions like Lo'yosu. But if you say that Bishamai did not actually do as they said either, so what is the big deal, the Chiddush, that he did like Basilo, but the whole Bishamai did like Basilo. The Gemara Toshma. What brings another proof? Sholos Rabbi Yeshua, they asked Rabbi Yeshua, Tzoros Abbas Mao. What is the din of a Tzoros Abbas with Yim Machalitz Amar Lahem? He said, Machloikis Bishamai, or Basilo, that's a Machloikis Bishamai Basilo. So they asked him, Aloche Kidivremi, so who's ruling life? Amar Lahem, he said that Bipneima Ata Machnisim Roishi Ben Shnei Harim Gedayin. Why do you put my head, enter, bring my head into the true great mountains, Ben Shtei Machlekes Gedayin, between such great two arguments, Ben Bisham Beisilo? Misyoreani, I am worried. I'm afraid. If I look like Beisilo, Shemo Yerutsu Gulgol Gulgolti. They might crush my skull. The people of Beishamai who come from families of such sorrows because they would become disqualified based on my ruling. Uh, but I can testify for you about two large families that were in Yerushalayim which is the Mishpachas based Tzavoy Miben Achmai that they are the sons of Tzoris, of Arayis, that were married outside of the Yibum, without Chalitza, like Bishilom. And 
And from them came out the high priest who coined goddess that served on his back. Mor says, I amrit bishloima osu. If you're gonna say they did, that's what he said. I'm afraid that those who were Mayabim, the Tsarisarayas, the children would be Mamzerim according to Basilal. And Rabbi Yeshua was afraid to disqualify them. Ali Amrit Loyosu, but if you say anyways they didn't do, they didn't really be Mayabim Tsarisarayas. So why would he be saying that he's afraid? Not gonna make him marry the Mamzer by ruling like Bissel. Okay, let it say Take that Bishamai did do. Yeah, that he did do. So why is he afraid? Why would Rabbi Shu be saying, My Mishorani? Why would he be afraid? Be afraid? Oh Rabbi Shua, a Mamzer Elo. That a child can only be a mamzer born from a prohibited relationship if that relationship, that intimacy was, he was born from a prohibited by Mrs. Besden, which is Mrs. Besden, and not Christus. So, according to his view, being born from a Tsoros Ervo that was Misyabim is not a mamzer because the Tsoro is only prohibited on the uh, her husband's brother only with a Yisukotus of Eishasach. And uh, there's no based in Mis over there, only Kodus. So even if he would rule like Bez Hillel, he's not going to make the Bnei Tzoros to Mamzerim. The Mor says, okay, he nami the Mamzer lehavi. It wouldn't be a mamzer the ben tzorah the kohen rabishua, but pogum miyohavi, but it would be a pogum for kohuna, because he would be mikavachayim malmona. From learn out from before the Torah, mikavachayim malmona, because an amona gets married to a kohen gadol, the child that is born is no longer fit for kohuna, is cholo from kohuna, as it says by this prohibition, from this we know that if he marries the child that is born from him, so of course, since an almona whose prohibition is not by everyone, only a kohen gadol, and yet we say the child that is born from such a relationship, pogum, is disqualified for kohuna, becomes blemished, so this one who is a zoi, this particular one, the uh, the 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 Yom Eishes Ach Shleim Mokom Shleim Koy Mitzvah, which is a Sukkotis Shisur Shabakoil, everybody Chulu, everybody's also it's also the Israelim just like Kohanim. Of course, that a child that is born from that uh, relationship would be also and it'll be Pogum Nikuna, and that's why he was worried to rule like Bissilel because that way he's going to make them all blemished, not Mamzerim. The Neatzor is that word Misyab. Fredi Gemara. But Kabominei Tzoris, they asked the question of Rabbi Yeshua, what is the din of Tzoris arise with the God's Yimu Chalitza? And the Kabashulei, and the answer of Bnei Tzoris, on the sons of the Tzoris, which were married to the street without Chalitza, that they're Kosh Lakuna. Because even according to Bishamai, um, the Bnei Tzores that were married to this street of Kosher because they're only Chayelavimein. They're not uh, Kores. 
The Gemara said Tartika Boimene. They actually asked him two things. Uh, first, they asked him Tzores Mai. What is the din of this Tzores? And further, they asked him if Dim Tzolaimar Tzores Kibisil. If you're going to say Tzores like Bisilil, they can get married to the street without Chalitza. Okay, and the worst is going to be Achiv Lav there, but there's still a question. Benayt Tzores the Bisilil. In my Dimnate Sores, which the custom is like Bisilil, the Bishama Mao, what would be the din according to Bishama for Kohuna? Because according to his view, that they're also with a love of the TH, so they cannot marry outside love. So the question was somebody who's born from a relationship from Achiv love, is he Mishalakun or not? Then what difference does it make to know what Bishama holds? The Allah is like Bisilil, anyways. Gemara says that even though there's no difference halacha in the Bnei Tzores themselves, but lemifshet v'lad machzik rushosi, we can resolve from this the halacha, the doubt that we might have by a baby of born from one who brings back his divorcee, that she gives back, she gives birth to a daughter after she was married to another person, and then he marries her again. The Torah says loy that he cannot marry her again. So there's a prohibition of a love over there. So according to Basila, we want to know, is she postal for Kona or not? So whether a the daughter that was born from this kind of marriage is prohibited in the prohibition uh, of uh, from this prohibition of the love, can she marry to a coin or not? And the question over here is the same question that we have the Bnei Tzoros that were married to the other people without Chalitza according to Bishamay. Because these are Chai Velavim. And the Chai Velavim, do they uh, disqualify for Kuna? Miko Amrinon Kalvachaymer. Do we say the Apostle Kuna for Kalvachaymer? Mo Amon Lekoyin God L'Shein Yisuru Shod Bakoyl. And I'm only going to go to the not by his Pogum, it's the son is considered Blam Shokuna. And therefore, Zoi, uh, therefore, when we're talking about a, a Grusha that was returned, or a Bama the Shuk, they're both any love, she's Sura Shabakwe, in this case, it's an equal, any din, Shabna Pogum, of sure, should be a Bna Pogum for Kuna. So it's a Kavachayma. Or maybe we're not going to disqualify the daughter from Kuna, because the Ikol the Mifrach, because we can challenge Kavachayma. Mala Amona Shiatsim Mishalelis. The Amona herself becomes a Chalav of the Kuna through that intimacy with the Kohen Gadol. Because after she, after Kohen Gadol dies, she's not allowed to marry even a Kohen Hedjit. And therefore the children is Mishalel Kuna. But a Gerusha that was returned. Or a Tzoros Erva that was married into the elsewhere without Chalitza, they do not become possible uh, to the Kuhuna because of this Isur. So maybe the daughter that was born from that relationship is not going to be possible to the Kuhuna. Um, so Rabbi Shua told him, when you ask him about the Tzoros or not, Misyorani, then I says, I've worried of the Tzadis to rule like Bez Hillel who blemished them who said blemish for Kahuna.